which free agent should the Arizona Cardinals look at to bolster the defensive side of the ball in 2023 and beyond? Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, every dayers, thanks for hanging out with me. Whether it's from 2017 to now, or if this is your first listen, thank you. Maybe make Friday your second listen. So we are almost at camp, all right? And, you know, again, I've got a bunch of things to talk about, but I just, I think like a midsummer free agent primer mini series was necessary. And on Monday I did the offensive side of the ball today. I'm doing the defensive side of the ball and the, the defense is trickier than offense because the offense is predominantly predicated upon Kyler Murray's health. The rest is just kind of getting reps, getting touches, getting targets, getting carries, checking out the offensive line, see if Trey McBride can supplant Zach Ertz, you know, things like that. Um, but defense, it's a little bit more interesting. And what I mean by interesting is unknown. We have no idea what the hell this defense is going to look like this season. Not only just schematically where players are going to be placed, whether Zayvon Collins is going to be handing the dirt edge, they're going to move into outside linebacker, what Kazir White's role is going to be, what Isaiah Simmons' role is going to be, when healthy, what Garrett Williams is going to be able to do, B.J. Ojolari, kind of a, a jack-of-all-trades, master of many. If Buda Baker is going to be an Arizona Cardinal, like what the interior defensive line is going to look like because it's an atrocity right now. You know, like they're just so – and that's just off the cuff. There's so many things. And that's not even talking depth. The Cardinals have no depth on defense. And listen, you know, I guess you could say, you know, Cam Thomas and my Jay Sanders, guys like that, you know, at least from the pass rush position. But – the Cardinals defense is going to be fascinating. It's going to be a case study, not only of Monty Osford's draft capabilities, Nick Rallis taking over as linebacker coach to, you know, to uh, supplant Vince Joseph as defensive coordinator and Jonathan Gannon being a first time head coach. The last time we saw this combo of defensive coordinator bringing over his linebackers coach to be DC was Steve Wilkes and Al Holcomb. And I'm not comparing the two. It's just fascinating how history repeats itself. And it, this isn't, you know, it, it, this isn't an original story where a linebacker's coach comes over with DC to be paired up as new head coach in DC elsewhere. But the defense is, for me, I'm much more excited about the defense I am than the offense. Much more is probably loose. But I'm stoked to see what this entity can do. Because right now, it's tough to look at. And that's obviously looking at Zayvon Collins in his second-year performance and not third-year, which he's going into. 
This is looking at Isaiah Simmons last year, kind of falling short again. When I had him, hopeful, <laughs> I was hoping he'd be that Pro Bowl standout last season to be a pseudo anchor of this team and just didn't happen. And moving him to be with the DBs, it's a thing. It's a choice. And we'll see if any of that pans out because, you know, if it doesn't, he'll be rocking and rolling somewhere else, potentially taking the same path that Hassan Reddick did, although they're kind of different players. So when we're looking at the defense specifically, I was looking at the free agents. There are some names, you know, Jadavian Clowney and a bunch of interior defensive linemen. You'll see there are no interior defensive linemen on this list because I just didn't think that there were enough good ones out there to put them on the list. And so there are three names with an honorable mention that is, that has a, like a, it's it, that honorable mention is contingent upon something else. And I'll, and I'll discuss that in the third segment. The three names are Yannick Ngakwe, Ronald Darby and, and Marcus Peters. And there are glaring reasons why the Cardinals should look at all three of these players. And I'm going to discuss, I mean, Yannick Ngakwe, just a fascinating career so far, you know, was with the Raiders while I was with the Minnesota was with the Raiders Indy. Now he's a free agent. He's 28 years old. Okay. Nine and a half sacks last year. And this is a guy where you'd think right off the bat, why would he come play with the Cardinals? And valid question. But then I was looking, I almost didn't put him on the list. And then I was looking, I'm like, this could actually work out great for all sides. So you bring him in on a prove-it deal. And then if it works, like this is all going to be, I said predicated before, this is all going to be predicated upon Jonathan Gannon's ability to build an organization, okay? To build a team, to build camaraderie, culture, infrastructure, functionality, to do what Monty Austin Ford has done so far, but in his role, Gannon's. And if you can bring a guy like Yannick Ngakwe in, you know, maybe overpay him a little bit this, this year. Again, the salary cap doesn't, it doesn't, oh, well, they're going to be against the cap. Who cares? This, this season is a win-loss throwaway. But if you can bring a guy in on a prove-it deal, when I say prove-it deals, everydayers, those of you who have been listening know, but if this is your first listen, let me explain. When I say a prove-it deal as it pertains to the Arizona Cardinals moving forward, it's not just the player proving it to the team that he's worthy of a longer deal after the season. This is the team proving it to the player that they're changing things. That this isn't the Arizona Cardinals of old. That this is a new regime, a new goal, and a new way of getting about reaching that goal. That they'd like this enter free agent name here to be a part of. And that's the that's that's it. That's the first hurdle that this new regime needs to overcome. Explaining to potential free agent signings that this is the new Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals 2.0, as I've coined it lazily, but it works. So with Yannick Ngakwe coming in, there's a couple things that could happen. One, there's a couple things that could be positive for the Cardinals if he did. One, he comes in and balls out. He's 28 years old, okay? Justin Houston's 34, and he's still and he's still ripping. 28 is not old for, for an edge rusher. The Cardinals desperately need edge rush help, even though, you know, they've added pieces there through the draft. The thing is, 
And the reason why I wanted to kick this off with Yannick Ngakwe is the Cardinals, and I've talked about this a lot before also, the Cardinals do not have a strength, period, on either side of the ball. They do not have a no doubt about it. Opposing teams must scheme for this, and they need to have one. So I think if you bring in Yannick Ngakwe, it's like, well, that's overloading. There's other places the Cardinals need help. You know what happens if there's a good pass rush? Makes linebacker's job easier, makes cornerback's job easier, makes safety's job easier. It all starts with that. So you bring in Yannick Ngakwe, not only would he perform at more of an elite level than any, any player the Cardinals have on the roster right now on, on the defensive side of the ball in that position, but also through osmosis, by proxy, it'll help the younger guys. Look at, look at what J.J. Watt did for Zach Allen. And I'm not giving J.J. Watt all the credit for what Zach Allen did. I mean, Zach Allen went healthy over the last handful of seasons, has proved that this could be the you know final look of what Zach Allen could be, which is an absolute mauler in the interior and on the outside. And he got paid handsomely by Denver to go do it over there. But having a veteran guy like Yannick Ngakwe, who's played at an elite level for years, would do nothing but help these young players in that position group. And I feel like for that reason, it's an absolute no doubt about it home run that the Cardinals should absolutely go out and just test the waters with Yannick Ngakwe. Two more, plus an honorable mention. I'll hit next, Ronald Darby. Should the Cardinals go out and sign him? I'll hit that next as we roll on Locked On Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Lockdown Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for this upcoming season, let's see who Vinny's picked for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. When making the first overall pick in fantasy football drafts in 2023, 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey is a guaranteed fit. Healthy McCaffrey is guaranteed to see more than 300 touches again in his first full season in San Francisco and is a centerpiece of the 49ers offensive engine. McCaffrey checks all the boxes, including his talent and usage, high floor and ceiling. Run with CMC as the guaranteed fit at number one for a smooth ride to another year of big numbers. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you with the, win your fantasy football championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay guaranteed fit over and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle was calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. I'm Alex Clancy. You can follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please go 
Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Dang it. Leave a comment. Turn the notifications on. Like on the video. You know the drill. Free and available wherever you get your podcast as well is Locked On Cardinals. Did offensive free agents yes on uh, Monday? Defensive free agents say the Cardinals should look at. Because remember, the defensive side of the ball, specifically in 2023, the growth cannot be directly correlated to the win-loss record. It's just not fair. It's not something that is a true litmus test for, you know, just think of it as like a future-paced win, future-paced growth. Because the Cardinals aren't going to win a lot of games in 2023, and that's okay. This is what rock bottom looks like, and that's okay. We're a few weeks away from, you know, I, I mean, a couple of months removed, actually, from the actual rock bottom firing Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime before their contract extensions even kicked in. Seems like forever ago. And what Michael Bidwell and Monty Asafford alike have done since then is step-by-step step doing exactly what they said they were going to do. So while Michael Bidwell is not to be trusted, Michael Bidwell has had, an, has had a tough offseason, whether it be the scathing review on the report card or you know the, the reports came out about how terrible he was to employees, things like that. As a business owner, directed solely to the actual product on the field, He's done everything he said he was going to do after the hard reset. Monty Austin Ford knocked it out of the park with the draft. And we'll see what Jonathan Gannon at all with a bunch of guys coaching at a position they've never coached before is going to look like. So with the defense, devoid of talent, proven Pro Bowl talent, aside from Buda Baker, and we'll see if he's an Arizona Cardinal. I think he very well should be for the future. If you haven't heard any of the litany of, of podcasts that I've done highlighting that, they need to extend Buda Baker before training camp. They just do. You can't go into this season with it without him having a contract extension. It's the last thing you need in the locker room. Ronald Darby. I'm talking the next two segments about two cornerbacks for two different reasons. Ronald Darby, 29 years old, had a down year last season. Okay. But he's played with the Denver Broncos. Okay. He's played with, you know, with defenses that are good. I mean, I wouldn't say they're absolutely elite. You know, he played he played with the Patriots to start, okay, and then went to the Eagles, tripped around, went to uh, Washington on a prove-it deal in 2020, and then has been with the Broncos since 2021. So with Ronald Darby, he's got a good skill set, okay, got a good head on his shoulders, smart player, and he – much like Yannick Ngakwe, are looking for their next home for more than a year, hopefully. And with where the Cardinals are at right now, what better of a spot to come have a one-year deal, prove it on both sides, as I mentioned, and potentially be a part of something great as the Cardinals look to massively shift the trajectory of not only the team for the for the next couple seasons, but hopefully in perpetual manners. Alex Lindsay, Locked On Cardinals, your team every day. Marcus Peters, next. Interesting guy. He's a baller. He's had injury concerns. He's 30 years old. Should the Cardinals give him a look? Yes. Let's discuss. Next. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. I'm Alex Clancy. That's me. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Go to the YouTube page, man. Like, subscribe. I'd love it. 
and Locked on Cardinals, wherever you get your podcast, free and available on all platforms. The Cardinals need help on defense. They're young at very important positions. Now, would you consider Isaiah Collins young, Isaiah Simmons young? Not necessarily in NFL standards, which is insane. Still on the younger side. But you've got a potential CB1 rookie. You've got a potential everything guy wearing 18 on defense in B.J. Ojolari. You've got the potential slot corner for the future in Kittrell Clark. Like, the Cardinals' defense is predicated so much upon Buda Baker. Traditionally, it's been J.J. Watt, really, over the last couple seasons, little Zach Allen, etc. It's time for the next wave to show up, to stand up to be the next star. There are nothing but empty thrones, as it were, to take over stardom on the defensive side of the ball for the Cardinals. This is a tale as old as time. A defense on paper looks unprepared talent-wise, not a lot of experience, and then just comes out and turns into one of the best defenses in the NFL in a couple seasons. The Cardinals have the potential for sure for that to be the case. It's not a homer take. You know, I don't do those here, but when you have all of the box-checked players coming out of college that the Cardinals have drafted, bring it over Kazir White on a two-year deal. Zayvon Collins may be moving into more of a traditional role for himself. Isaiah Simmons may be moving into more of a traditional role for himself, even though he's a lot bigger than any safety we've ever seen. You know, I mean, the days of him being Derwin James are long gone, unless there's some massive over... like. Isaiah Simmons has been the X Factor since his second season. So with the trajectory of this organization, the trajectory of the team, the defense is kind of like the microcosm for this team. We have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Are there pieces in place that could slowly build this foundation strong enough to be able to withstand the rigors of the NFL and, 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 and yield a winning product? Maybe. Could it all crash and burn? Maybe. And that's the best part about this. Like, this is going to be popcorn TV every single week in 2023 because ain't nobody know what's going to happen. There's no rhyme or reason to what could or could not happen. You tell me the Cardinals win seven games and Kyler Murray plays 10 of them and he goes seven and three and they don't win a game before he comes back. Would you be surprised? No. If the defense, well, the only thing you'd be really surprised about is if the defense ranked like top 10 at the end of the season. I feel like that would be a massive what in the wide world of Phoenix is happening right now. But throughout this year, it's going to be so fun because there's no pressure. Oh, they lost again. Okay. That's fine. Did they get better? Yeah. Were there a couple of key plays by rookies? Yeah. Is David Collins emerging as a star in this league? Yeah. Is Isaiah Simmons now finally being able to run free? at the position he's most comfortable at? Yeah, okay. So it's a win. These these aren't moral victories. It's just truly having to remove the final score from actual metrics of growth. And that's what 2023 is going to be about now. With guys like Marcus Peters, who I'm talking about, played with the Rams. And then he played most recently with Baltimore. Okay. And those are the last two stops. And the dude was an absolute mauler with LA. And then he goes to Baltimore. You're like, obviously it's a perfect fit. Any defensive player that goes to Baltimore, like, oh yeah, makes sense. 
because all they do is just churn out good defenses. Now, hasn't been so great the last couple of years. A lot of it was injuries two seasons ago. But Marcus Peters is a dog. Marcus Peters is a guy. When we talk about, when I talked about Yannick Ngakwe coming in and kind of being a mentor through osmosis and by proxy for the young guys, the cornerback room needs it more than anything, anybody. The Arizona Cardinals cornerback room has been a laughing stock, save Patrick Peterson's good years for a while. Byron Murphy's been okay. Marco Wilson's okay. Antonio Cromartie had a good year in 2014. Like, we're a decade removed from having a true CB1 and CB2. Steve Kime just forgot that they had, the cornerback was a position. So if you bring in a guy like either Ronald Darby or Marcus Peters, Marcus Peters is a little bit older, said more injury concerns, but I would take Marcus Peters over Ronald Darby because at his peak, Marcus Peters was a top five corner in this league, if not top three for a couple seasons. So you bring him in, show Garrett Williams the ropes. At this point in his career, and I'm not here to say that somebody's made too, enough money to where they can go on some like philanthropic venture, but he's made a good amount of change. He'd probably get a one-year, five or $7 million deal with the Cardinals. He lives in Arizona. This is what all the veterans do. But the thing is, for now, the difference now is this is cultivating young talent. Having a player like him, like Ronald Darby, like Yannick Ngakwe, around these young players who are going to be the future. Oh, young guys going to be the future? Hot damn, what a take. No, that's not what I mean. The Cardinals need stars to come out of these draft picks that they've made. I've said a lot. Any player that can save the Cardinals a draft pick at that position in 2024 is a win. And the Cardinals have positioned themselves on both sides of the ball to give the opportunities to those young players because they're going to be bad this year, win-loss record-wise, and they're going to get all the reps they need in an effort to show what the trajectory could be for them. You see star right away. Not always, but if a player's like Justin Jefferson, star. Jamar Chase, star. Immediately. Even though in their trajectory show that they would be coming out of LSU. But you're going to see if Garrett Williams can hack it right away. And, you know, sometimes. <laughs> so if he comes out and he balls out right away, you're like, okay, this kid's going to make it. This kid's going to be a star. And if it doesn't happen, you've got a couple years because he's a rookie. But they're going to have so much feet to the fire, throw him to the wolves, time to play this year, that I think bringing in veteran talent to be able to kind of be the training wheels for those guys, to be kind of the jet fuel, to get them more prepared to play right away, I think is a no doubt about it. They need to do it and spend every single dollar of the cap they can in an effort to do so. Well, they have to save money. Next year doesn't matter. Stop thinking about next year. It's about grooming player development this year. It's about culture change this year. It's about trajectory shifting to a functionally run organization this year. And yes, it can be done. I use the analogy of think of it as like one of those big tents that weddings are held under in bad weather. You know, whether it starts raining, whatever, it's always a contingency plan. Think of Monty Austin Fort down to Jonathan Gannon to the players as a tent of a wedding inside State Farm Stadium, where it's completely devoid of any Michael Bidwell touch. This team can grow and can get better and be functional with Michael Biddle as the owner. They just need to do it for Monty Austin for it down. And Marcus Peters adding him, I think would be fantastic. Now the honorable mention before I get out of here, if Buda Baker is traded, Josh Johnson needs to get a look. Now he came out of nowhere. I think it was a sixth, fifth, sixth round pick with the Rams had a couple good years, then got paid 
in Cleveland, was cut before his contract was up. Um, I think it was just the trajectory. The, he was making too much money. They had to let him go. Performance wasn't fantastic, but Cleveland is complete, very underwhelming defensively for what they should be, especially with Miles Garrett rushing after the passer. I think Josh Johnson needs to get a look. He's still young. He's 26, 27. Okay. Um, if Budabigger gets traded, that's a look that the Cardinals need to make this offseason because he is still a free agent. That's what the contingent upon honorable mention was for. Alex Lanty, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you Friday.